Hi there, friends. Welcome to episode one of Jen and Matt Talk About the Bible. My name is Matt Bruff, and I'm the minister at Prairie Presbyterian Church. And my colleague, Jen Ostash-Gooch, is the uh, worship and community leader at our congregation. And we decided back in February of 2020 to start having weekly conversations about the scriptures that we are going to be preaching on in the upcoming Sunday. And then eventually we started doing uh, those, uh, we started following the Revised Common Lectionary pretty regularly, and we're going to continue to do that. So the first few episodes of Jen and Matt Talk About the Bible are available here. Um, and um, and they they won't necessarily follow the lectionary at first, but Eventually, when you get to around episode 10 or 12, we're following the lectionary. Uh, so that might be helpful for those of you who might also be following the lectionary in your church. Um, or if you're listening from our congregation, then this will be uh, on track with what we're preaching and, at, uh, and what we're following at Prairie. Uh, now, our congregation, just a little bit about it, is a church, a Presbyterian Church of Canada church. And we are located in Winnipeg in Manitoba. And uh, yeah, so uh, we just wanted to provide an easier way to access these, which is why we started. Uh, I started uploading this as a podcast. So you'll see a bunch of new episodes will be showing up, and then hopefully they will be coming out weekly uh, for the next little while. And so we hope you enjoy these and hope you find them helpful. So here is the first episode that was recorded back in February of 2020. And what are we doing? Um, maybe we should read the scripture that we're going to talk yeah, about. Your, what, what is your scripture reading is for this Sunday? Matthew 13. I'm going to get a Bible. Sounds good. Verses 44 up to 43. Would you this like to read I, that? This is what I like is that we can see like the pages of the Bible yeah, in the video. Cool. That's cool. Oh, I found yeah. What was that? You need Matthew. To, Matthew 13, 44 to 53. Matthew 13. We should have known that because it's um, what we've been working through. Parables. We're talking about Jesus telling stories yes. and parables. Okay, one more time. Matthew 13, what? <laughs> All right. So our text for this week is Matthew 13, verses 44 through 53. Um, this is looking at the three stories or three parables about the kingdom of heaven. Okay. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Uh, am I still reading? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you understood all this? That's Jesus asking the disciples. They answered, Yes. And he said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. That's it. That's it. 
when Jesus had finished these parables, he left that place. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yes. Um, that's, okay, that's so the text. so Jen is our preacher this Sunday. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be preaching on this, and mm-hmm. these are our initial thoughts. We did talk about this a little bit last week. Yeah, yeah, and we've had a little bit more time. Um, but we chose last week to actually um, add the third parable, um, and I actually am glad that we've done that because I think that's something really important. That's the net. That's so we've the got net. the treasure in the, the field. treasure hidden in the field, which someone finds, and then the merchant in search of fine pearls. Mm-hmm. And then the net that catches fish of every kind. It mm-hmm. says. Yeah. And so these are these three kind of elements of what the, the what Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like. Um, so we've got somebody who stumbles upon the kingdom. Right. We've got somebody who is seeking the kingdom out. Um, and then we've got that the kingdom is a net that just captures all good, bad, boots. ugly. <laughs> too uh you know (laughs) the fish and the boots um right um yeah so what do you think you're gonna are you thinking you're focusing more on the net than the other two yeah the thing that really I, i think i'd like to i was really struck about this um sorting out the good and the bad and that this is something that is the end of time or end of the age um, where is that? 49. Yeah. So the angels will come out and separate the, uh, the evil and from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, I mean like that, that kind of is terrifying, terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely. But what I really loved about this is that we're all in this together. We all get caught up in the kingdom, but there is no responsibility for us to be concerned about what is good or bad. We're all in the net together. Yeah. I like, I kind of like that, um, that in that parable in particular, like it's uh, the, it starts off by saying the kingdom of heaven is like a net. Mm -hmm. It's not the kingdom of heaven is, it doesn't start with the kingdom of heaven is like uh, a sorting out of all the good and the bad people. Exactly. And, uh, but but it gets there eventually at the end of the age. Yeah. But it's kind of implying, well, in this age, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that's thrown into the sea and it, and it just gets full and they draw people bring it ashore. Uh, and 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 it's that then some sorting starts up. Mm-hmm. Like the good the good and the bad happens there. But the kingdom of heaven is like this net that just yeah. brings everything in. Absolutely. And uh and the, yeah, there's gonna be some sorting out. Yeah. But right now there's this kind of gathering. Yeah. Uh, you're kind of just caught. So I kind of think that we're, we're in that space right now. We are in the net. We're all caught up in it together. Um, and I think this to me suggests that we're all caught up in it, whether you're aware that you're caught in the kingdom or not. If we are believing the gospel message to be true, that Jesus has died, has risen, has conquered death, and that salvation is for all. Um, then that is, yeah, God, the spirit is going to reveal and encounter people um, into that reality. That was a side note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> My tangents. Um, but so then what, we're all caught up in this. And now we've got these other pieces that did come first. There is somebody who stumbles upon this treasure in a field right. and in joy 
sells everything to buy this field. So this is suggesting that there is, it's not a, a buried treasure. It is like a mine of fine, potentially fine jewels or, you know, I kind of actually was thinking of, and I can't remember what it was. What was that show from way back in the day where they like strike oil in their land and- the Beverly Hillbillies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, uh, <laughs> I hadn't wow. flushed out that thought much the more than that. The kingdom of God is like the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Finding oil in their land and their life is never the same. And right. uh, yeah. maybe there's some likeness to that. I don't know. But anyways, the point is they stumble upon it. And there's this, this kind of coming across it. Um, and there's great joy and life has changed. But then there's also people who are aware of like this, the pearl merchant. He knows what he's searching for. And we, we know what we're searching yeah for. like i think there's, there's a big like yes. there's a big difference between yeah. the first well all three of them but yes. those first two like the kingdom of heaven gets compared to there's this treasure that's in a field yeah. and someone i guess is wandering through the field and and finds it yeah. um it doesn't seem like that person is necessarily like out searching for treasure nah. and uh but then the merchant is searching for fine pearls and then finds one of great value yeah um and I think that is like, I think different people kind of approach the kingdom of God differently. Like mm -hmm. you have like people, some people are like earnestly seeking something yeah. or a spiritual longing of some kind, right? Like, so they're earnestly seeking say the kingdom of God, even if they might not name it as the kingdom of God. <laughs> yeah. Um, and others, it just sort of, whoa, they just suddenly find it. It just yeah. sort of happens upon them. And then still others, I guess with the net, you might say, is more of a catching like the it's almost like the kingdom of god is the thing that is out there seeking the things to catch mm -hmm. um so kind of and all those things are true i think for for different people right yeah um but yeah like i i kind of i'm kind of intrigued by the differences between the, the three parables so i don't know what you do with that in your sermon but um <laughs> we'll see but yeah like i think the so the one with the treasure mm -hmm. um it's also like, I find that one really weird too, because he, the, oh yeah, it does say he, so it's a, a man is finding it. Yes. Okay. Uh, which someone finds and hid. And then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Mm -hmm. Like I would think you find treasure in a field and then you like take it. Well, this is what, <laughs> right? absolutely. Like, and this to me, this is why it suggests he doesn't that, want to steal from the field. He's well, perhaps he's there's that, or, but maybe it's also not like a barrel of gold. Like, Oh, it's, it's just, it's, too there's, much. there's richness so much. in the soil. Okay. That's why I, I use that likeness okay. of the oil yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. the land has the value. He discovered it. that he's, he discovered there's something there. And so he goes yes. and sells everything else and buys yes. the field. Um, I also think it's kind of, uh, bizarre and I guess it's, this is sort of like with the merchant too mm. is the merchant like there's this idea of selling everything you have yeah. in both of those so like the the man finds the treasure he sells everything he has and buys the field yeah. in order to possess the treasure but like what's the value of the treasure like we normally think of like if you're if you have a treasure hunter or something who's yeah. looking for something valuable the reason they're finding that valuable thing is because then they'll be rich yeah these people are selling everything they have in order to possess this treasure. Yeah. 
not and then, not for economic gain. No, right? and we don't. And well, it, Jesus doesn't suggest that. I mean, like no, maybe, it's just, but that's not what's suggested. Right. Like so, the like the pearl merchant is searching for fine pearls, mm-hmm. and like, why would a pearl merchant be searching for fine pearls? Yeah, because wanting to because have. he's going to sell them. He's in a, like yeah. <laughs> that's what a pearl merchant is. is someone yeah. who's out selling pearls to people as like for jewelry or whatever, right? Okay, so I had this thought. So but, Jesus is talking about the kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's what is gained. So in the first situation, the the guy just like sells all he has to have the joy of having the kingdom. Right. So maybe this is a stretch, but the pearl merchant is searching for a great pearl finds it and maybe is going to sell the pearl who knows except that he sells everything he has in order yeah to, to, have, the to one. have the one yeah but then what like how's he gonna eat right is he gonna sell that that one off now for right. more i don't know i don't think so yeah it'd be weird yeah but there's something about like <laughs> i don't know thinking about like things that are good in regards to like the pearls, this image of the pearl is what the guy is selling um, to other people. And I guess maybe this is not the direction Jesus is going, but as Christians and as people who are called to share God's light, that I kind of think about that. That's for economic gain. We'll just edit all of this stuff out. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit hole. I I, I kind of, of a stretch. I feel like the especially the pearl merchant is his whole like reason for being has been completely turned upside down. Like mm. he's like I guess like when he goes and searches fine pearl, like where is he finding his fine pearls normally when he's out searching for fine pearls? I don't know. I would assume in the ocean. I would think so too. Yeah. Unless that he's got like others who go and have scavenged for them. And then he's going and searching for those people who've done the scavenging and he buys the pearls at a, as a low price and then sells them at a high price. Maybe. Um, but, but in the end, he sells everything. So he becomes, instead of the seller, yeah. he becomes the buyer. Like he becomes the, oh, I want the pearl. I've realized the thing that I've been searching for, like I've been searching for something, but maybe I've been actually searching for the wrong thing in a, in a way. Like I've been searching so that I can have this personal gain Mm. through monetary wealth i'm going to do all this buying and selling i'm going to be a merchant right but now he finally finds the pearl and realizes oh my goodness like i thought i was just in this for like these little pearls that are that i can that are trinkets that i can buy and sell or whatever but i whoa this this has blown me away with its beauty and is the greatest thing ever and i just have to have this like because i appreciate pearls so much like I wonder if, and it seems like his, his whole reason for being after pearls in the first place is kind of out the window. Now it's like mm-hmm. about, oh my goodness, I have this. Like, but I don't know if that's, like I Maybe. wonder if the kingdom <laughs> is sometimes like that. Like sometimes yeah. we're searching for things that we, because, and, and like, oh, I, you know, I'm searching for happiness. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm searching, and I might be searching for more money. <laughs> like, I would, I would like to figure out how do I get more money. I would like yeah. to, I would like to have my life to look this way. And I'm searching for things to have my life lined up in a certain way. But the reality is, is when we find the true kingdom, yeah, it actually reorients us. Like, mm. it doesn't, yeah, 
those smaller longings are, are not necessarily satisfied in the way we thought they were going to be, but we have this greater longing that suddenly is satisfied and we didn't expect. I wonder if there's something there. I don't know. That's what I would want to explore more. Okay. Well, and then like, that's these wonderings. That's kind of like me thinking here. He says, have you understood all of this? And of yeah. Course, I love this. Yes. I love this part. That's so great. Um, and this, I mean, it's not just these, uh, it's not just these parables either. No. It's like, so we've looked at some of other stories, like we're doing this series on Jesus stories. And um, so like all of Matthew 13, and this is getting towards the end of Matthew 13, are all of these different parables about the kingdom of God, yeah. like one after another. And then he says to his disciples, yeah, have you understood all this? And they answered, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he says, okay, yeah. Um, you know, did they understand it all? Maybe, I don't know. Um, and then Jesus said something really cryptic after that. Mm -hmm. Therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven, which is the thing he's been talking about, is like the master of a household who brings out of his treasures, which is also what he's been talking about, mm -hmm. what is new and what is old. Okay, thanks, Jesus. Uh, so, Jen, you're going to find out what that means by Sunday, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's why he's all cryptic. And then he's like, and then he finished this and he left that place. Like, yeah, it's that's just funny. so Jesus. That's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just reading ahead because then it's like he goes to his, I home, know, he goes to to his hometown next. So oh. um, he goes to his hometown, began to teach people in their synagogue. Uh, so they were astounded and said, where did this man get this wisdom and these deeds of power? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? Are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And are not all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all this? And they took offense at him. Mm. But Jesus said to them, prophets are not without honor except in their own country and in, in their own house. And he did not do many deeds of power there because of their unbelief. Uh, and that's how Matthew 13 ends. That's the end of that chapter. So that's kind of an interesting ending mm -hmm. as well. That's somewhat cryptic as well. Um, but it is kind of interesting, like, okay, maybe the disciples did actually understand what he was talking about, or at least were tracking with him. Like they were like, okay, we're getting sure. it. Like we're with you. Um, but then the next story is about him going to his hometown and people think they know Jesus because they think they know him. Then oh. they don't believe him. Right. Like, yeah. well, we know who you're supposed to be. Right. And now, what I would want to do with that, like, I don't think this is what your sermon's going to be about. No. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But what I would want to do is I would relate that to, like, what I was just talking about with the reorienting that the kingdom does on us. Mm. So, okay, yes, this is Jesus. We know, okay, people who grew up with him probably weren't thinking, oh, he's the son of God. But I think this also happens with Christians. Mm, absolutely. I, I do think it could fit very well. You think you know someone, mm -hmm. but when they've actually encountered the kingdom and it has had this, like, transforming effect on them, then suddenly, like the friends and family, like, where did this all come from? Like, how did this Absolutely. happen? Where aren't you the person who yeah. is like this? Yeah. And it doesn't make sense for them. You know, and I think of, um, I think of people, uh, prison ministry, um, youth and adults, um, young adults, mostly youth that I've worked with uh, before at the prison here in the city. Um, 
when they, they have a struggle leaving, if they have a life change, they don't want to go back to their old ways, but there's so much pressure when they get out, they return back to their community that they're like, well, even if they try to walk that road, they may be successful for a little while, but if they don't have a community, if they're not caught up actively mm. in that net, mm-hmm. the good or the bad, but if they're not caught up mm. in that net, yeah, they are not it's going to be really hard for them to continue down that journey. And it's so easy to fall back into the old ways, especially when you're bombarded with those messages of like, well, I I think think you are, I think as well, like Jesus actually is the same person. Like, Oh, so it's a perception. Like when he goes back, it's not, it actually isn't that Jesus has gone through a transforming effect. He's actually, it's been revealed who he really is. Right. And I think the same thing with people who, Like people might talk about, oh, I've been changed, but actually, well, have you, or has God actually revealed to you who he created you to truly be? Oh, amen. And then other people are like, that's jarring for them because it's like, oh, you're a totally different person. Well, yeah. Or are you actually the person who God intended you to be in the Mm -hmm. first place? And that's been uncovered. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I like that. So I don't know. I like that. Okay. This has been fun. It's been great. Okay. Stay tuned, folks. We're going to hit the stop button.